You've worked all your life, you've saved, you've played by the rules. Now it's time to retire. Here's the question. Who do you want relaxing and taking it easy? Your nest egg or you? Well, of course, you want to relax and travel and enjoy. And sorry, nest egg, you've got more work to do. For a retirement that maximizes your portfolio, your social security, avoids unnecessary risks, and protects you from pitfalls, and frankly lets you retire and keeps the nest egg working, you need a retirement partner. You need someone looking out for your best interest and building a plan for you based on your situation. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee and Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Many of us spend our careers saving for retirement. When that time actually comes, it can be a little intimidating and downright scary. Change is hard, and on today's show, some tips on making a smooth transition into retirement. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is the Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is uh, president of Frisbee and Associates. He's an author. Every Dime Every Day is the book, and uh, so much more than that. Hey, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, how you doing today, Steve? Very, very well, thanks. And I, I love this topic, uh, this segment. I mean, you know, we're talking about just trying to make that transition into retirement, and, and that is a big deal, isn't it? I mean, I, I think people <laughs> don't understand the, the emotional side of it as much as the financial side of it. It, they really don't. I, again, conversationally, I hear this feedback all the time from people. And my, what I tell people, listen, you have this anxiousness, right? This angst, I call it. And there's really two things that people are thinking about. They're anxious about how their money is going to work out, if they run out or not, or, or, or have enough. And they're anxious about their time. And so it can be a little scary because it's a, it's a whole different time of your life. And you, you have to think, what is my purpose going to be? I, how do I reinvent myself? I mean, what am I going to do with the next, you know, 20 or 30 years of my life? And and it could be a 30 life that now you, you're a different person, meaning you don't, you don't, uh, people, people look at themselves as, Hey, I've had this career. This has been me. I've been an electrician. I've been a plumber. I've been whatever I, I've been, but now it's not that. So who is me is, is the question that you have to ask yourself. That's a, that is a great question. And I'm guessing that, that, you know, at first pass, not everybody can answer that. That's my point. That's what creates some of the the the, uh, the nervousness. It's like, how do I do this? And that, how yeah. does this all work out? The, the feedback, though, after nine, 12 months, 15 months, somewhere in that range, about a year time frame, is when people feel a little bit more comfort comfortable and a comfort level set in. Because now you're, you're likely into some sort of routine. You're likely, uh, you know, figuring out that hey, you, you're you're on a some sort of budget and you're making that work and not having to really dig in too hard to the savings. Um, you, you, you're figuring out what to do with your time. 
Um, so again, it, it takes some time and people just need to understand that going into it is a, it's a big change of life. And if you go into it, eyes wide open with uh, your arms out and embrace it, it'll be okay. Sure. Well, and again, after a year or so, I guess it would be sort of, you get into a routine, whatever that routine might be. And so do you, is there a typical routine for people or is this everybody just different? Like, like it, we are. Everybody's different. Like we all are. Right. Yeah. And so everybody's routine is going to be uh, based on what they want to try to do. And, you know, some people have it all, all planned out. Kev, I get a honeydew list and, and I've got, you know, months of work in front of me and I've no worried, I'm not worried about what I'm going to do with my time. Sure. The challenge might be after a couple of years of the honeydew list, it gets old and, and tiresome and maybe you're done. And all of a sudden, what do you do with your time? And, and I've seen people come back after the honeydew list and say, Kev, you know, eight months ago, nine months ago, two years ago, whatever the time frame is, I... I'm now bored and I, I need to find something to do. And so it could drive people back to the workforce to do some part-time stuff, go back to the workplace where you come from um, to, to consult or, or something like that. Or maybe you're just going to go, you know, chase your grandkids around in sports events and, and volunteer and do what you want to do. So everybody's different, Steve. And as we transition into that, I mean, it, it goes to, and we've had this conversation before, Kevin, and in other words, we've, we've spent our lifetime saving and suddenly we have to spend it. And that too is, is an adjustment. It's, you know, I, I, I'm grinning when I, when I say this because so many people that I've worked with and continue to work with, I, they're, they're frugal people, the good, you know, New Englanders and uh, that they, they saved up money and they, that's what they've done all their lives. They went to work and, and saved. And so the, ch the real challenge to a lot of those people, and I'll say this right to them, the real challenge for you is spending money. And now you're going to get yourself in a situation where you have minimum distributions on your retirement accounts. And you might have a, you know, you're, you might be in a position where your social security is covering your, your expenses. So what do you do with the additional money? And a lot of people just can't answer that. And they can't even think about the fact that they've got, got to think about trying to spend some money. They don't have to spend it technically, but you know what I'm saying. Sure. They, they've got to take the money out. Why not go and have some fun? Do some things and, and maybe put a plan together where you have that additional money coming in. Go park some of it in an account that that's going to be your your additional activity account, whatever that might be. Sure. I, again, it's it's just a, such a process, this whole retirement thing. And and I think as people get closer to it, and I know just from friends that are retiring, and, and I mean, it's, it's hard for folks to make that change. It is hard for some people. And some people... Hit, you know, hit the ground running from the first day of retirement and they're off and they've been excited for this time for years and years and even decades in some cases, and they know what they're going to do. And it's just, you know, not everybody's built like that. Not everybody has that plan laid out. Right. So, so that, that again, the, the challenge is how do you make it work for yourself? How do you put yourself into some sort of routine? How do you replace your workplace family? If you, you know, a lot of people miss, the most important thing to miss is the people that they left work, that they work with maybe 20, 30, 40 years. And they ultimately become a, kind of an extended family. <laughs> some people some people probably listen to the show saying, no, I, I'm not, I can't wait to get away from the people I'm working with. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can hear that, yeah. <laughs> but but some people really miss the people and they've had relationship with the, the people. And again, I'm only speaking from the feedback that I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about. And as we get to retirement, I mean, income is just as important in retirement as it is in our working life. That's for sure. So one one of the things we'll talk with people about when they come in, we'll say, all right, let's look at your budget need. Let's look at your income sources. And so if your income sources don't fit your budget need, what do we do? How do we replace it? Where do we pull money from? So then we have to look at maybe carving off some of the retirement monies 
and put it into a separate bucket that we will utilize to supplement the the budget and the uh, the the gap between the budget and the current uh, income stream. And to that point, let, let's let's think about this for a second. If I can maybe get the people in Radio Land to understand what I'm talking about. You've got a budget need that may be $6,000 a month. You've got social security incomes and maybe pensions or whatever that is, mainstay retirement, let's say for 4,000 a month. And you've got, let's say $500,000 saved up in retirement monies. Well, I would tell people, let's carve off half of that 500,000. Let's take 250,000, put it in this bucket right here, this investment. And then we're going to utilize that to supplement the, the difference in income of 2,000 to meet your budget from, you know, add it to your, your uh, fixed income. That allows you an additional 250,000 in that example to be able to utilize. Because if you know your expenses are taken care of, you've already set enough money aside to do that. Now it gives you some idea that, hey, there's 250,000 that we don't have to rely on our income from. And it might mean that you go buy that camper or the boat, or you go take, take the additional trip or whatever that might be. But what you did is just create an additional income stream for folks. I mean, that's a big deal. That's exactly what I just did or tried to do anyway through, yeah. the, through the radio. And, and to me, if somebody knows that they've got their, their income covered by a certain amount of their investments, and, and then the rest of this is freed up money that you can keep invested or just do, you know start putting a plan in place to, to spend some of that money, it gives people kind of a freedom, kind of a freedom and, a, and a peace of mind knowing that they're okay to go spend some of this money. Mm-hmm. And again, some of those frugal people that ch- have a challenge with that, this is kind of one thing to lay, one way to lay out a plan to say, hey, your expenses are covered. They'll be covered forever in a day. This money's free money. What, what could you possibly do with that? And having multiple income sources has got to be a big stress reliever as well. Well, let's face it. I mean, Social Security was never designed to be the, so- the full source of income when you retire. Right. You, you've, got, uh, you've got the burden is on you now, you, you the consumer, anybody uh, you know, that's younger and not been in a workforce for 40 years. Some of those, some of those people that are retiring that I've, I've got coming in right now do have pensions from Bath Ironworks and some of the paper mills, but that's be- and, and you know, obviously the government, that's becoming a thing of the past, even. And you know that as well as I do, we've talked about this in the past where the, the, the 401k, the thrift savings plan, the 457 plan, the 403b plan, that's our responsibility to tuck enough money aside to take and create that additional stream of income above and beyond Social Security or mainstay retirement or whatever else we have. Sure. And one of the other things, and we talk about this, I think at some point every week, uh, we've got to stay healthy in order to enjoy retirement. And that's on us, clearly. It is on us. And and let's face it, if, if, if we don't have our health, we don't have anything. And so, you know, money's one part of the planning process, right? But health is, a, a, is additionally more important, I would not as important, more important than the money factor, because at the end of the day, What's the point of having all the savings and working all those years if you don't take care of your health as, as best you can? And I'm not saying people don't have issues that all of a sudden they took great care of themselves and had something come up. That happens. I'm talking about consciously saying, part, build a part of your routine. I'm, I'm up in the morning. I'm going to hit the gym or I'm going to go for my five-mile walk or whatever that routine is. But that needs to, or it should be, in my opinion, built into uh, that routine. And that keeps you active and, and knowing that you build the... Uh, you know, looking after your health in your in your daily daily habits. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I mean, you got to get out there and move a little bit, right? Move. You got to get out there and move. The people that aren't out there moving, let's say, and they're, they're, if they're, if somebody's parked uh, on on the sofa watching television, it, and it's if that's a retirement, I would make a bet that that person's not going to be here long. They're yeah. just the, the mentally and physically going to shut it down. And so, again, you want to do the best you can. You want to maintain your health. You want to be active. Mentally and physically, it gets to both of that. You you have to have mental 
uh, mental gymnastics in some way. How, how, what are you going to go do to keep you mentally sharp? Well, and, and again, physically too, and well, it's mentally, that's a big part of it. But, uh, you know, when you think about it, the, um, the, the long-term care aspect of this and that, I mean, the reality is we're living a lot longer and we, we need to address that. And that fortunately is also something you can help us with. That's right. Um, you know, when we lay out the plan, we're going to talk about the, the potential for a long-term care event. We're going to lay that out and figure out how much of the budget might that affect. Um, you know, may, do we sit with an attorney and maybe do some trust planning to protect some of the assets, get past that five-year look-back period, and all of a sudden you're going to make sure that you leave behind your spouse or partner with some something that they aren't going to, you know, be going to a, a, a homeless shelter, you know, because because somebody had a long-term care event. There's all kinds of conversations I have with people that I, if they don't bring them up, I'm going to bring them up because they're concerns. And I've seen obviously situations that can be preventable. Right. And so part of my job, Steve, is to help people raise questions, right? To, to be preventative. It's like you go to the dentist, right? To do preventative. You have your teeth clean because you don't want them rotting out of your head. Well, preventative on the financial side is just as important. Absolutely. Well, folks, if you'd like to have that conversation with Kevin, now's the time to give him a call. Get on the calendar. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Here's the chance for you to get that true practical financial review. Starts with a phone call, 800-998-5649. Ten callers right now are going to get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described, plus all the extras that go along with it. And then when you walk out the door, you'll have that roadmap that we talk about that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Ten callers right now, 800-998-5649. When faced with the loss of a spouse, there are many decisions that have to be made. A wrong financial decision can be costly. When we come back, mistakes to avoid when a spouse passes away. How's the market doing? It's fine. How's the market doing now? The same as it was five seconds ago. Stop worrying about market volatility. A good retirement plan will keep you from panicking when and if there's ever a panic, even during a correction or a mild recession. Get that solid retirement plan with lifetime income and protection from pitfalls. Get in touch with Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649-800-998-5649. Many of us look forward to the day we retire. We look forward to having more time to spend with our families, enjoying every day, and maybe even taking that dream vacation out on the open road. Employee Benefit Research Institute's 25th Annual Retirement Confidence Survey found, sadly enough, that just 22% of us workers are very confident that we'll have enough money as we head into retirement. Now, statistics like this need to change. 
Don't let the fear of uncertainty turn your retirement dream into a retirement nightmare. We can help you see how much risk you're taking, those potential red flags that could cause problems for you down the road, such as tax liability, as well as the big one, folks. How much are you paying in fees or commissions with your current plan or advisor? Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Shadal. Kevin, of course, uh, president of Frisbee and Associates, a, a fiduciary independent firm, and uh, an author of a, a great book called Every Dime Every Day. And uh, so, uh, Kevin, in this segment, I know it's not the m- most pleasant of topics, but uh, you know we touched on this before, and I said you kind of inspired me to to, to sort of expand this this conversation about what happens when a spouse dies, because it's it's a reality that most of us are going to face. You know. This is this is a one of those segments that uh, I hope the radio listeners appreciate because I deal with this all the time and people come in and from day one I promise them if they're married or have a partner I promise them I'm going to take care of the the surviving spouse if something happens I'm, I'm going to be the guy that's going to be here sure and so that's a delicate time in people's lives and I've sat and I've had I, you know I've shared tears in in families homes and talked with kids and and just had conversations that. For me to not even be a family member, to be included in those conversations is to me, um, you know, I, I don't take that lightly at all. And you know what? There's things that people need to know about and need to pay attention to. And if you haven't figured this out, we, we this is kind of our, our niche, meaning our our clients are 55 and older for the most part. So we, we're dealing with life events like this, Steve. When somebody passes away, what happens after the fact? Well, and one of the things that happens, it's always amazing to me because, you know, when you lose a parent or, you know, whatever, um, you know, you think the world stops, but it doesn't. It keeps going. And so suddenly you go from, you know, filing, you know, married filing jointly to, you know, filing single. I mean, it, it, that happens overnight. It does. So here's here's something to look at. So if, if you're in a, in a particular tax year, to your point, and all of a sudden somebody passes away, and you've got time between now and December 31st to make some decisions, and, and next year you're filing as a single filer, that changes dramatically the, t- the tax implications. So one thing I'm going to sit down with, as long as it's not too late in the year and I want the people to have the grieving time, but on the financial side, one of my thoughts and concerns would be, how do we make sure we convert or pull out as much as we can of the retirement monies and get it out of this the, the, uh, the, the, the retirement income accounts this year? at the lower tax bracket, because next year, if you pull additional money out, let's say from retirement accounts, it's going to be taxed at a higher rate potentially because you're a single filer. So there could be an opportunity to do either a Roth conversion with a certain amount of money or just straight pull it out and pay taxes on it at a lesser bracket because you're married filing joint during that particular year. Wow. I mean, again, that's a big deal. Now, is that something that you have uh, as part of the conversation ongoing? And and I mean, do you say, well, if and when one of you passes, this is what's going to happen? You, you know, I don't. Um, I use, I mean, we talk about our processes here, what we do at Frisbee and Associates okay. as, as the benefits, but I usually obviously wait until that, that delicate situation happens. Yeah, and then we're going right. to talk about, you know, what are some of the smart things to potentially look at. And here's the other thing. I'm going to bring talking about a, a tax mistake. And this is a, a, a story that I still stew over. And it's been two years since my poor client has passed away. But I had a, a husband and wife in the office. And so they'd come in 
they had, had been with another advisor. The husband took care of all the finances and, and he dragged her in to be able to meet, meet me and, and just be part of the conversation. But they, he had started, he retired. He started to draw money from another retirement account that he left at, an, at the other advisor. And he left it there only because he was already drawing it out and he was going to draw it out first before he took any of the money from the accounts he put with us. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, great, no problem. So what happened was when he passed away, it was March of uh, two years ago, 2019, when he passed away, the surviving spouse come in. I helped her walk through everything just like I promised I was going to do. And come to find out the other account that was left behind had listed the beneficiary, not as the spouse, but as the, the estate of. So I said, that's a massive problem. We had done everything correctly on our side, making sure the beneficiaries were correct, using you know leaving the surviving spouse as the primary beneficiary and the contingent beneficiaries as the kids. Mm-hmm. By 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 the sloppy work of that other broker, and I'll call him a broker, is the fact that she had to go get an attorney, and actually had to pay to put that retirement account through probate, and it had to be paid to an estate account because it couldn't be paid directly to her or have it rolled over. Which created a seven thousand. It was over seven thousand dollars tax Jeez. on that income that she was forced to do because of a sloppy job that some broker had put the beneficiary as the estate of and not the spouse. Wow! So, so it's so important to have those kinds of conversations from a beneficiary standpoint, in particular. I mean, my gosh, that's that's a horrible situation. It it is, and and again, there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Right. And so, except to be proactive, do that preventative, right? Make sure everything's buttoned down before something does happen. So let's talk about Social Security and, and when you lose a spouse. And I mean, obviously, one check stops. Yes. So when somebody passes away in, in, in a spousal situation, the survivor gets the higher of the two Social Security checks, depending okay. on if you're on main state retirement or not. There's an offset here that is going to be affected here. And that, would, you know, if somebody's got one spouse has main state retirement, the other one has Social Security, there's a different formula that we have to talk about. But let's let's keep it for simple for explanation purposes today so we when we build out that plan it, it people always get quiz quiz, quiz look on their face because I, I look at the budget we look at the fixed incomes then I write fixed income ad and I look at the spouses and I say what does that mean and they, they hardly anybody gets it and finally somebody speaks up or, or finally I have to chime in and say it means after death so part of our plan is we have to calculate what's the income going to be after somebody passes away because then I ask, does the budget, does the household budget get cut in half when somebody dies? No. Obviously not. The grocery bill goes down a little bit, right? Yeah. Most everything else stays the same. So there's there's usually a bigger problem, a bigger income gap need when somebody dies. So if you're not building it as part of the plan, you're absolutely making a mistake because it has to be counted. And so that that part of what happens with Social Security and pensions or whatever you might have what happens if? And and do you leave a survivor benefit on your pension? These I've I've probably that conversation a half a dozen times every week with people that have that option at retiring. It's and they're coming in and say, Kev, I got twelve different options or I got eight different options. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, and again, but but that's why <laughs> that's why you're there. I, and I think sometimes when uh, when a spouse passes and you know that Social Security you, you know gets cut in half or or, or almost. Uh, Suddenly there's panic sets in and, and you start yanking money from this account and that account. And boy, that can be a big mess too. And, and so I had one recently, a few months back, uh, five, six months ago now. And uh, so we wrapped everything up and um, it was doing a conference call. So I was sitting with the, the surviving spouse and uh, one of the sons that lives here in Maine uh, was present. And then we had the other son that lives out in Ohio on a conference call. And so 
and it was only a couple months after after he had passed. So we were having a discussion, and she chimed in and said, "Hey, I, I want to start giving some of this money to my kids, to her two sons." And I and I said, "Listen, one thing I would caution: number one is just kind of let some time go by here. Let's let's settle in here and let's figure things out. It's only been a couple months, but more important than that, number two is." Let's let's figure out how this whole budget thing works out because if you start pulling large amounts out, like you say, to start gifting and, put, and putting that strategy in place, number one, it could cause you additional unnecessary tax. Number two, I don't want to see you bleed down in retirement accounts too quickly because you, you you have the best intent and I know where your heart is. I, I hear it and I see it, but just let's take a step back and, and proceed down the road as, as things progress and, and as things settle in. And as things settle in and we get a little older and required minimum distributions kick in and that becomes a bit of a quagmire as well, especially when someone passes away. It does. And so as a spousal situation, the fortunate thing is they still have, you can do a spousal rollover and you can do the distributions based on uh, the, you know your age and there's a formula there so we can figure that out. But but now if you're passing away and let's say you're, you're not married and all of a sudden you inherit a an IRA account from your partner that passed away, now you're subject to that 2020 rule that passed. The SECURE Act says that you've got to take that money out over 10 years and not stretch that out over, over, over your lifetime, like if you were a spouse. So sure. you got to pay attention to that and, and see what the tax implications are going to be and, and the best strategy to start doing withdrawals. And like you said, I, I maybe you said this a, a few weeks ago when you talked about when someone passes away, then and then that whole you want to you want your kids to have money, and you know that can get to be that can get to be a little bit difficult and tricky as well. And and again, I think you know we we talk about women being nurturing, and and that's all they're trying to do, right? If it's if she's the survivor, yeah. And and again, that's making an assumption too. I've had a case where. Where uh, the guy come in, uh, brand new clients. He was 88, 89 years old, and she was seventy one years old, seventy almost seventy two years old. So big age gap. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were making all the plans, and sat with an estate planning attorney that you know ultimately he was going to pass for us, right? Yeah. And this is this is probably five five years ago now, four, five, six years ago, something like that. But what happened was she retired, closed her art shop. She was an artist in Rockland, Rockport, and uh, all of a sudden. Um, I get a call like two months after we had, uh, you know, had him come on as, as brand new clients that she was in a coma in a hospital. It was December. And so I'm like, what do you mean? She was a perfectly healthy 71 year old female. I'm, li- I'm talking like very health conscious, no medications. So she was out working her, her gardens in the fall and she got a tick bite and the tick bite got her this, this, uh, Powassan disease. And so it swelled up her organs in her brain and it killed her. Wow. And, and so now all of a sudden that the 89 year old husband is now stuck with making the decisions. It was crazy because it was you never would have expected that something sure, crazy like sure, that. But exactly, it, life happens, right? Thing, yes, and you just does. don't know. So now we had to totally transition into he's now the planner. He's now responsible. We had to shift the whole plan and wow. and make that all fit. Wow. Well, I mean, again, everybody's different and every situation is different. And, and I guess that's why we want to work with someone like you, Kevin, that's a, that's a fiduciary who's got some experience, who can kind of help us get through these times. That's exactly right, Steve. It's, it's, you got to work with a, a fiduciary that knows what, what's going on in, in these times. Folks, if that's you, then you need to make that phone call right now and get on the calendar with Kevin. That's right, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today... We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. 
We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, this is a great way for you to, you know, get that financial roadmap put together. And again, what Kevin was just talking about, it's things can get pretty complicated pretty quickly, and it doesn't always go the way we think it will. It's your chance right now to get a true practical financial review. And it does begin with a phone call to 800-998-5649. You heard Kevin, the next 10 callers are going to give are going to get that comprehensive financial review. Yes, you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, it does become a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. There are many kinds of risks when it comes to retirement planning, from longevity risk to healthcare risk. We'll break them down and highlight how to avoid them. When should I take my Social Security? How much risk can I tolerate? I'm afraid I'm overpaying in taxes. Did I save enough? I can't keep up with all these rules. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. We're doing rock and roll in the blues because we're heading to Memphis. Free to get ready now, go cat. Memphis is considered the birthplace of rock and roll and the blues. Let's start our tour on Beale Street. The character of Beale Street can be traced back to the early 1900s when African-American entrepreneurs opened clubs and restaurants and shops along the corridor. Beale Street eventually became synonymous with the best blues in America. Musicians flocked to the street, including B.B. King, Louis Armstrong, Memphis, Minnie, and Muddy Waters. In the 50s, a young man named Elvis Presley would hang out on Beale. Wonder what influence that had on him. The blues and jazz and more great music live on here. Good food, too. You know you got to try the Memphis barbecue. Memphis is credited with having given birth to rock and roll also. Maybe blues gave birth to rock and Memphis was the midwife. Either way, Sun Studio in Memphis had a lot to do with it. Sam Phillips opened Sun Studio in 1950. A year later, Rocket 88, considered the first rock and roll song, was recorded there. Blues and R&B artists like Howlin' Wolf, Junior Parker, Little Milton, B.B. King, and more recorded there in the early 50s. Then came the likes of Elvis, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Roy Orbison, and Jerry Lee Lewis. Tour Sun Studio and stand on rock and roll hallowed ground. Now, if you want to visit the palace of the king of rock and roll, where do you go? Memphis, for Elvis's beloved mansion, Graceland. Step in the foyer and imagine all the VIPs waiting to be received by the king. Then see the jungle room with green shag carpets, even on the ceiling. Lots of memorabilia in the trophy room. And the meditation garden where Elvis and many of his family members have been laid to rest. Get the right retirement plan for yourself so you can rock it out and never get the blues. And then take off whenever you want. 
for cool daddy-o places like Memphis. We are back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is president of Frisbee and Associates, uh, and uh, he's a fiduciary, independent, all of those things that we look for in an advisor. And uh, you know, this is a, this is a big topic. When you talk about risk, at one in one form or another, I think every week we talk about some kind of risk. So uh, you put together a list here of all kinds of risks. So let's touch on them. And topping the list is longevity risk, and that becomes that becomes very real the older we get, the longer we live, you know? And, and it's more uh, of a of a concern right now. And, and let me explain. What's the number one buzzword right now? The Not the number one, but it, it's, uh, it's, it's a buzzword in the, in the markets right now, in the stock markets, and in Wall Street and in Washington. Any guess what that is? Taxes? Oh, taxes is secondary. That, that's a big okay. one. But but inflation. Oh, that's it. Yep, inflation. And so when we talk about the the, the plan and we, we have the four top reasons on the board, we play a little family feud. What are the four top reasons on the board? Why I think it's important to put a strategy in place that you're only taking the interest from your accounts and not touching the principal. Number one is after a spouse passes away. Number two is future healthcare cost. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Number three is inflation and longevity. And, and so when, when you talk about inflation and longevity kind of hand in hand, building together, what does that mean? Well, that means if you're 65 years old, you, you retire. If you have life expectancy in front of you, and you don't know, right? You, you might have not good family history, but you might be the one that got the good genes. And all of a sudden, you're, you, you're 90 years old. What's the cost of living going to be in 25 years? Wow. I mean, look at what's going on in this country right, right now with the amount of spending and, and really no... No controls over over blowing money out of Washington. And what do you think's happening? A few weeks back, right, we had an inflation number that was four times, four times what they had expected to report that morning. It was the worst inflation number in 40 years. And I'll make another point. At 4.2% is what they told us. Well, if you stripped out what they used to, if, after stripping out, if you go back to 40 years ago, what they used to include the inflation rate is running at the 1979 rate, 1980 rate of 11%. Holy cow. Well, so I remember to, that. <laughs> but, but a lot of people do, right? When, when you had interest rates through the roof. So the problem is they're going to run inflation hot for the foreseeable future. Why? Because they have too much national debt and they cannot allow interest rates to rise, which means they cannot raise interest rates to combat inflation because there's too much debt. So we're in a, they're, in a, they're, in a, they're backed in a corner, and which means who's going to pay the price? The price is going to be paid by the people that are trying that are trying to retire in, on, on fixed income and don't have enough money saved up. Those are the people who are going to pay the higher price. Everybody else is going to pay a price, and we're seeing it right now. Sure. Go to Home Depot. Go to the grocery store. <laughs> exactly. Go to the gas pump. It's everywhere. It is everywhere. And how are you proactively dealing with that? I mean, there's a lot of unknowns, but yet you seem to be able to, to walk folks through that and, and keep them on track. Well, I think one of the confidence levels that, that clients have in us is we're we're tactical money managers. So if something crazy happened where where they let the rates go higher and the market really tanked, well, we we're moving and shaking. We're we're not, you know, we're not market timers, but we're tactical managers. We're moving and shaking and not having not letting our clients get big losses, number one. Secondly, is if 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 a client has money out there in a bank or a credit union that is making nothing in a CD account, well, you gotta you got to think about putting that money to work. You don't have to be aggressive with it, but go to a conservative managed account. Our tactical managed account, our most conservative, has got an average history of over 8% with, with only a, a, you know, a handful of percent risk. So at the end of the day, if there's cash on the side, 
Now you used to we used to say you're losing if you don't if you're not making at least two and a half percent you're losing ground. Now it's four point two percent. The government is telling us. Wow. And I and, and obviously it's going to be higher than that. So you've got to put some of that money to work to sustain your your potential longevity. Sure, and and that makes sense. And let's let's dig into sequence of returns, and and that is such a a big issue. And I think it's confusing to a lot of people, but it doesn't have to be. So. This, this is a, actually, it can be confusing to people. So sequence of returns means that, let's say you're, you're 65, you retire, and all of a sudden you're starting to draw money out, you're, you're supplementing your, your income to, to meet your budget need. But when you retire, the market takes off down and you've got, because the market's always going cycles, right? But the worst time for the market to go down is when you first retire, as you start drawing money out of there. And so Let's say it goes down, you, you lose 10%, you draw money out, you lose another 12% in the market, all of a sudden it bounces, we come back up. Well, guess what? You're coming back up, but with less money because you've actually locked in losses by your withdrawals to supplement your budget. So the, the, the sequence of returns, you could show over 10 or 20 years, you've averaged 8%. But if the, the, if the drop is on the front end of your withdrawals, it's the worst case scenario. If the drop is on the end, but it still shows an 8% return over time, you're in great shape. But but you can't predict, right? You can't predict when the market's going to have those pullbacks. Of course not. So so how do you how do you combat that? How do you put a plan in place, strategize against that? Is you take a, a chunk of money, you set it in an investment that's got no risk and you get a competitive rate of return. And if the market does drop, you have that bucket of money to be able to utilize to, to let the market side do its thing. So you're not subject to getting hurt by that sequence of returns. Wow. Okay. So it, it doesn't have to be that complicated, but, it, but it's nice to know that there are solutions and there's a way to hedge against that. There are. And so again, it's just one of the things that we're going to talk about. Hey, you need to have separation of your money in different asset classes and buckets to be able to utilize for different times in your market, in the markets and in your life after you retire. And even before you retire, for that matter. Sure, just to help get help get you there. Um, healthcare cost risk. I mean, we talk about healthcare all the time, and and that is a boy. You talk about inflation. Holy cow! So the healthcare cost risk again. Getting back to that family feud board we use, right? Number number one, after somebody dies. Number two, future healthcare costs. And when I say future healthcare costs, I'm specifically talking about a major event like a long term care event. So how do you combat against that? I had a client in just a couple of days ago and he says, Kev, you know, I've got a younger wife. He's 60, he's 63, going to be 64. Wife's 10 years younger. I want to make sure if something did happen to me, he's a healthy guy today, but if something did happen to him, because he's older, he wants to make sure she can sustain herself and not have the his assets go be bled out to a nursing home and, and taken over so that she can have something to be able to sustain herself. So how do you do that? I said, well, listen, one thing is maybe we sit down, your house is paid for, we talk to an attorney. And maybe do some sort of trust planning. Maybe we set up a uh, irrevocable trust and and tuck your camp and your your house into that trust and and get past the five years and and it's off the table. She can enjoy that the rest of her life and it can be passed on to your kids. Retirement monies though is a problem. You cannot put retirement monies into an irrevocable trust. So un unless you created a tax event, you wouldn't want to do that with a large chunk. So now the strategy becomes: How do we start piecing some of that money out of the retirement accounts and getting it to a position where you could? tuck away in something that's got some shelter, so to speak. Sure. I mean, and I want to make a I want to make a comment here too. Yeah, good. Someone that's listening is saying, wait a minute, Kev, if somebody's got the assets, shouldn't they be paying their own way? Yes. It's a double-edged sword, right? It's a, it's a coin, two sides of the coin, but I'm an advisor and my job as a financial advisor as a fiduciary is to protect my client's assets as much as we can. Sure. So I get two sides of the coin, but at the end of the day, we're going to introduce ideas to, to protect as much as we can for what they've worked so hard for. 
800-998-5649. That's how you can get started. So let's talk political risk. And are we talking... I mean, what are we talking about here when we say political risk? Are you setting me up, Steve? <laughs> are you? Are you really? Did you really ask me that? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, talk about the the timing for that question in this environment. Holy smokes! So the political risk is real because political risk can change policy, and policy means tax policy, uh, retirement policy. You know, if they t- look at Social Security and say, "Hey, ten years from now, we're going to start doing means based testing," so people with assets, more assets than others. We're not going to pay them as much of their social security as we would have today. Well, that's a that's a political risk because politicians change policy. If you look at the tax bases, you know the potential for taxes going higher across the board, whether it be capital gains, personal income taxes, state income taxes. That is actually political risk because it takes policy change by the lawmakers to be able to put that in play. So all of that stuff is factors that are changing every every day right now in the markets, and we're trying to stay on. We are staying on top of it. To make sure, but but you can never prevent all the political risk or all the policy changes. It's going to affect everybody, and that's kind of the intent, right? They want right. everybody in the in the same boat. Well, and again, I, and I know in, the, in a future episode we're going to be talking about the Secure Act 2.0, and that yep. <laughs> that there you get into political risk. And I know you're probably well aware of what what they're talking about with that. I, I'm watching uh, Secure Act 2.0 right now, and and it looks like there's a lot going on, and it's going to be you know likely pass. And, and part of that, there's two things going on right now. With the Secure Act 2.0, um, one of the big things in there, and it's the only thing I'll cover in today's show, is they're sure. talking about raising the required minimum distribution age to 75 from 72. Okay. Well, that sounds great, right? If you're yeah, out there listening, yeah. hey, I don't, yeah, I mean, but but at the end of the day, what's the what's the purpose of that? Why would they do that? And so you got to ask yourself, what's what's the reason? Well, I think the reasoning is now you have more time to be able to build up more retirement monies, and now that they change the rule that your your beneficiaries have to take that money over ten years, if you die, you're 75, 76 years old, you pass away, now your your beneficiaries have to take that over ten years, and and now there's going to be probably some additional tax that they're going to be subject to because of their income level when they have to stay, start taking those distributions. That's, yeah. that's just my opinion. The second thing, it's not part of the SECURE Act, but it's being talked about right now. And, and uh, the again, political risk uh, policy change. They're talking about lowering the Medicare age to 60 years old. Right, from I 65. read that too. Yeah, so I think, again, I'm not necessarily in favor of that, but I've, I, get it, I have hundreds of clients that are 60 to 65 years old that are working only because of healthcare. And I can tell you right now, there'll be an exodus out of the workforce if they lower Medicare age to 60, because I got hundreds of clients, literally hundreds of clients that are just chomping at the bit, waiting to get out. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? If, for my Your clients, opinion. it's good. but And, yeah. and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to have uh, bipartisan support because of the people, regardless of your party uh, politics. I think a lot of people look at that as a benefit, but my, my concern is, I think it's a potential backdoor way into getting people to accept universal health care. Which means now if they lower it to 60 and then all of a sudden we lower it to 55 and all of a sudden we're lowering to 50, well, who's going to pay that, right? Who pays right. for that? Right. Well, we do, I guess. <laughs> of course we do. Yeah. Right. Folks, again, if you want to have the conversation, uh, make that phone call to Kevin right now and get on the calendar. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. 
We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. Get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, but more importantly, you end up with that roadmap that can truly help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, questions from listeners and answers from me. We'll be right back. Hey, Walter, I hear you need knee surgery. Who's your doctor anyway? Doing it myself. Found a great YouTube tutorial. And then there's this. Carl, who's your attorney for your court date? You were looking at him. All those years of watching L.A. Law gonna finally pay off. Scary, right? So is going it alone with your retirement planning. You need an expert with you. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Two stories here, one of a con man, the other of an honest man. In 1919, the common story goes, J.D. McMahon, a Philadelphia oil man and promoter, swindled investors after making them believe he would build a 480-foot high-rise office building in Wichita Falls, Texas. Instead, they got a 480-inch, that's 40 feet, four-story building with no stairway, also known as the world's littlest skyscraper. Legend has it McMahon took the money and went on the run. When investors tried to sue him, a judge told them that they had approved the building exactly as it was built. None of the investors had noticed that the scale on the blueprints was in inches instead of feet. Now to the honest man. In 1984, Detective Robert Cunningham was at Sal's Pizzeria near Yonkers, New York, when he was about to pay his bill. He made a deal with his server, Phyllis Penzo, that instead of paying her a tip, they would split the winnings of a $1 lottery ticket he had just purchased. Well, on April 1st, yes, April Fool's Day, weird timing, he called up Penzo to tell her that he had just won $6 million with that ticket and she was entitled to half of it. The two would split $285,715 a year for the next 21 years. From con to honesty, that's funny money. I'm Dave Perkins. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. This is our last segment, and we've, uh, of course, got a lot to do, lots of uh, lots of ground to cover. Kevin, by the way, president of Frisbee and Associates, and uh, has a great team of folks. And part of those, uh, part of what those folks do, <laughs> Kevin, is uh, they they put on the uh, the seminars that you do so well, and uh, it's just so great to be talking about them again. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I, I miss them so much, and uh, we're back in the saddle and uh, get things cranked up. So I'll cover a couple dates here if people sure. want to take notes of this. And if you're riding down the road and you don't have a pen, give a call to the office, the 800 number, and we'll uh, we'll get the uh, seminar dates out to you. But we have a retirement income planning workshop, June 3rd. That's in Brewer, Maine at Jeff's Catering. 
That's going to be from 6 to 7, 15 p.m. We have a retirement income planning workshop on June 16th in Ellsworth, Maine. That's also from 6 to 7, 15 p.m. We have an asset preservation workshop on June 23rd in Auburn, Maine at the Hilton Garden Inn. And we have a retirement income planning workshop on July 8th, also in Auburn, Maine from 6 to 7, 15 p.m. Well, that's, I mean, in, in less than an hour and a half, you cover so much ground, Kevin. Well, again, I think that the feedback that we get from people, and we've done seminars now for 13, 14 years or something sure. like that, it's been about that long, is we've we've tailored it and we've we've changed it and we've taken feedback from people that have come, I mean, thousands of attendees over those years and now made it so that people are, are appreciative that they're coming for, for actual information. You know, we're not doing the dinners and all that sort of thing like some people do. So we know that people that are coming, they're, they're coming for information and we don't, we're, we're not there selling anything. We're, we're just giving people what they want to come for, information, send them back home. If they ever want to circle back around with us, they've, they've had a chance to meet us basically. And that's about it. Well, it's, it's education. And I know that's one of the key, you know, sort of things that drive you, Kevin, is, is the teaching part of this. It is. And uh, the teaching part, the seminars, I'll make a mention too. If somebody wants to go to our website, which is frisbeebenefits.com, that's F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits with an S.com. Just posted there a couple weeks ago. I was just out in um, uh, Phoenix, Arizona with one of my new guys from Woonsocket, Rhode Island, AJ Harmon. He's one of our uh, advisors that we've taken on to handle the highway car calls from Rhode Island and Southern Massachusetts. So I went out and did six new episodes and AJ was on four of them with me. But the whole point I'm making is if you want to go to the website, all the TV shows are, are listed on there, including all the ones that haven't even aired yet. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. So that's it. Yeah, it's frisbeebenefits.com. And you can see uh, some of the previews of the shows, the 30-minute shows. They're great informational. This is a spinoff of the radio show, Steve. You inspired me to go on television. <laughs> well, what's that's happened. fantastic. And again, just, I mean, from a radio <laughs> standpoint, I know all your radio shows are on your website as well. But folks can subscribe to, you know, Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee on Apple or iHeart or wherever you get your podcasts. And it is automatically delivered to your phone, if that's your method, uh, each and every week, which I would encourage folks to do. I absolutely would as well. That's right. Yeah. All right. Um, well, again, so you got seminars coming up. We've got that. And folks, if you want to know more, 800-998-5649. Uh, we do have some questions here. Let's get to those while we got time. Joy is uh, first up today. She's from Westbrook and says, I have heard that I can invest a health savings account in ETFs. How do I do this? Yes. Yeah, so HSAs are kind of tricky a little bit where there's not every platform that you can put them into like uh, TD Ameritrade uh, restricts and some other companies restricts. But if an HSA health savings account is money you can put in tax-free, you get to deduct it from your income tax. There's limits on that, obviously. As long as the funds come out for purposes of healthcare, you can get that money out without any tax, including on the gain. And so I would say, I, I've come across this recently where some people have had their HSAs parked at the bank and, and literally making nothing. And so, yeah, you can you can set up a, a health savings account, have it uh, put some ETFs, exchange traded fund in there, grow it, and you can do some market ETFs where you can get some growth based on market conditions and and not take necessarily too much risk, but but get some growth instead of zero if if it's sitting in the bank. Sure, and that's something that you can help us with. You'd be happy to help. I mean, if I've got an HSA and I've got you know maybe ten thousand dollars and I'm still still working, you could help us sort of uh, build that up. 
Of course, we can we can guide people along how to do it and what to do and, and all that kind of thing, get it set up. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's something we can help people with for sure. All right, Joy, 800-998-5649. That's the number. Uh, Darnell's in Bangor. Uh, he says, what fees should I expect for a normal mutual fund or ETF? Are mutual fund fees typically higher than ETF fees and is close to 5% too high a fee? <laughs> I'm sorry for, for laughing out loud. <laughs> Holy smokes, get away from the mutual funds, people. I can't, when when people understand the actual cost of mutual funds, the loaded mutual funds, I tell, I tell you right now, I have a problem with this, Steve, all right? Mm -hmm. If somebody has an Asia mutual fund with a broker that they're paying a f upwards of five and three quarter percent commission, basically a fee going into the mutual fund, in addition to paying the advisor fee, it's robbery. I mean, if I can do ETFs with low to no loads, uh, no loads, I'm sorry, and, and, and small expense ratios, and sometimes no expense ratios, tell me it's not a conflict of interest that a broker's pitching mutual funds with the loads, with the additional commissions. Tell me it's not. Prove prove me wrong. <laughs> nope, and and so at the end of the day, yeah, see, it's nobody, it's, it's crickets, right? Crickets. Yes. So at the end of the day, what happens is if peop, as people get educated, people come into the office and I find these loaded funds, that's part of our portfolio x-ray. And so what I want to do is uncover what's going on, lay it out on our whiteboards, and educate people to say, listen, this is what you've been paying. You, you, you don't. It's not necessary. You, you can grow your money. You can do an effective job without paying those fees. Why would you continue to do that? Is sure. my question. All right. Well, again, so Darnell, again, if you'd like to know a little bit more, eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. Let's check in with Leonard. Uh, he writes us from Ellsworth and says, "How is Social Security spousal benefits calculated at full retirement age and at age 70? Good question, Leonard. Thanks for writing in. Uh, Social Security spousal benefits are calculated actually only on the full retirement age. Okay. It does not increase. Uh, let's say, let's assume you wait until 70 to take your benefit. You have a spouse, she's full retirement age, and you get that delayed credits at 70 years old by, by waiting to take yours. Your spouse does not get the the increase in the uh, in the benefit. She gets the half of the full retirement benefits, so not what you would get at 70. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. And again, that's where, I mean, Social Security can get a little tricky and and that's where I'm, it's grateful that, I'm grateful that you're there to help folks kind of weather that one too. That's a tough one sometimes. It, it can be tricky. You know, I, I, my signs say retirement and Social Security planning for that reason, right? It, it can be complicated. People should, you know, have some guidance on making the right choice and when to make the, the, the choice to take Social Security and, and the spousal benefit factor, there's a lot to it. Sure. All right. Uh, so let's check in with Je uh, Jessica in Wyndham. Uh, she says, I've done Roth IRA conversions every year for the past several years. I'm going to retire in two years with about $30,000 in my traditional Roth IRA. Should I continue the conversion process? Yes. Uh, congratulations for getting money out of the pre-tax and converting it to the Roth. And right. uh, so in this case, you know, only only thirty thousand bucks left in a traditional. Yeah, you should convert it to the Roth and uh, and continue to do it till it's gone, until it till it's eliminated the traditional pre-tax and get it all into the Roth. Sure, and and so, I mean, again, now's the time to be doing that as well. We talk about this every week. I think where where the tax rates are as low as they've been in many many years, they're going to be going up at some point. Uh, so yeah, now's the time. Now's the time for sure. And tax rates are only going in one direction and that's higher. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 800-998-5649. Let's see, we've got time for another one here. Let's go to um, uh, Jerry in Auburn. He says, I'm turning 72 in November. When will I be required to make my first RMD? And can I avoid taking the initial withdrawal and the second withdrawal in the same year? 
So uh, what's going on here, Jerry? Thanks for writing in. You're turning 72 in November. You're going to be required to, to take your initial withdrawal. You can wait until, till, uh, and by the way, little side note, Jerry, by the time you turn 72 in November, I do believe that, that uh, the, the, the rule change will pass. I think it's a done deal, basically, mm-hmm. and they're going to raise it to 75. But let's side put side night sideline that. Let's assume it's still 72. You've, you're required to take your first RMD. You get until April 1st to do it of next year. There's no real way to uh, to get away from doing two next year if you do that. So I would probably tell you, depending on your income situation, let's try to get it done before December 31st if they don't change the rule to 75. Well, and again, I think that 75 it's over a 10 year period. I think right. That's right. There's yeah. there's there's pieces to that. That's exactly right. So again, it's it's something that we're paying attention to. It hasn't passed yet, but there's there's a there's there's a big support on both sides of the aisle to get it passed. Well, yeah. When there's that much bipartisan support for something, it's going to pass. <laughs> there's that, no nobody's right. going to yeah, be exactly. arguing. You know, I, I I think it's interesting though too. And I don't know if you saw this, but the fifty percent penalty for missing an RMD, they're dropping that to twenty five percent and drop it to ten percent if you fix the problem. Well, I, I think that's fair. You know, 50%, oh, yeah. let's face it, that's a that's a steep penalty, Ouch. no matter who you talk to, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I tell you what, boy, we have uh, pretty much run up against the clock as well. Uh, one more time, 800-998-5649. Kevin, let's invite folks to call one last time today. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, You also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, here it is. This is your last opportunity to give Kevin a call and uh, set up a time to sit down with he and the team at Frisbee and Associates and talk about that financial roadmap. Get those complex financial things taken care of, made easy to understand. It is a chance for you to get that true practical financial review. And it's a phone call away at 800-998-5649. You're going to get the comprehensive financial review showing you where you are today, of course. But more importantly, you'll end up with that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be in retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week is right here because there's just, the information is so good. And uh, plus, I like to hit your buttons a couple times. 
<laughs> you did that today. I, I feel ramped up today, Steve. So yeah, anybody that's going to call the show, don't procrastinate. Give us a call. We're going to answer the phones or, or call you back within the show within an hour of the show ending. So look forward to talking and uh, having conversation with people. And we want to thank everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we are going to be back again next week. New topics, new questions, and a whole lot more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.